All right. So today on part two of the JonBenet Ramsey case, um, we talked about the details last time, but um, Will, Jacqueline, and I are going to talk about the theory that the family had something to do with it. There's more information that we'll talk about that kind of goes along with that theory and see where our heads are at at that place. So we will get started on that again. Are you ready to spill the true crime tea? <laughs> I'm always ready. I don't know about you, Will, but... Spill it all over the floor. <laughs> Perfect. All right, so I think last time we were all on the same page that we thought that somehow the family is involved. Whether it be an accident, whether it be on purpose, like we thought somebody in the family had something to do with it. Um, so we also talked a little bit about how it was discovered that, you know, Jean Bonnet had wet the bed that night, which was kind of odd. Um, I mean, it happens to children, especially if she was only six years old. But, um, you know, people thought that there's maybe some sort of underlying problem that caused that to happen. And police started to wonder if maybe one of the parents got upset with her and maybe hit her or did something to her and they hurt her more than they had expected to and needed to find a way to cover that up. Um, got, we have to remember that this is a family who's, um, I don't want to say high profile, but they're like, they have money and they're, you know, they live a certain type of lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So I can't imagine if it came up that they like hit their child, what would happen? But that's not exactly going to end like any parent. Like, I mean, one instance of child abuse is not like, gonna wreck your life i also feel like they could have covered it up in a million other ways if she just well, got hurt and not dead than actually murdering her yes <laughs> like she fell down the stairs she hit you know yeah her and her brother got in a fight um like so many things yeah, <laughs> i also wonder though because she was like in the child beauty pageants and stuff like that if that 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 gave them some sort of level of like always being in the public eye and so like they were afraid of that i don't know i don't know just knowing what i know they like nobody had ever heard their name <laughs> before true like they were like fancy and older right and fancy within his company and all yeah. of that but it if wasn't he, like they were it, like like the talk of colorado yeah <laughs> right He's not Nobody knew who they were until this. <laughs> gotcha. Um, they, I mean, I feel like the family had something to do with it also simply because that grot was made from, like, things that were in the house. Like, it was paintsy. Patsy's broken paintbrush and, like, rope that was in the house. I'm just going to call her Paintsy from now on. Paintsy. Her name is Paintsy because she's <laughs> a Paintsy. Uh, you know, it was, it was stuff that was readily available in the house, which anybody could have grabbed if they broke in. But they thought that was kind of strange that it was, you know. You're, if you're like a well-seasoned terrorist, I think you'd bring your own fucking shit to murder somebody with. You wouldn't just, like, right? Like. <laughs> well, and a terrorist isn't going to waste the time, like, strangling your child. Like, that's not how terrorists work. Like, no. I mean. But also, they, into the building. Well. aren't going to waste their time for one hundred and eighteen thousand dollars. <laughs> How much is that in nineteen ninety six? 
What do you think the equivalent? Hold on, I'm gonna look it up really quick. I mean, it's like with like three hundred thousand. Yeah, I mean, it's probably like because that would have been the cost of a home back in the day. I would guess like now a, a easy home is like three hundred thousand dollars. Like a yeah, I'm going with the theory that my parents bought their house in the early '90s and it was seventy-six thousand dollars, and now it's like two hundred and forty. So one hundred eighteen. Yeah. I'm just going with the fact that it's like three thousand, three hundred thousand. I look at it. it is not even two hundred thousand dollars today. It's one hundred ninety-three thousand dollars. Which, don't get me wrong, I don't have anything close to that kind of money in my bank account, but it still doesn't feel like enough for a ransom from but somebody I think that it depends on where you live. Boulder ain't cheap. Okay. I just like for his business to have been like doing really well. That doesn't seem like an like a yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, if you're going to take somebody for the money, like, take him for the money. Like, don't go low and just, like, ask for some pennies. Like, right. right. And, like, the only, okay, the only other thing I can think of, if we're talking maybe, if it's maybe not somebody in the household, it must be somebody associated with his business that would know how much money people get paid out of their bonuses every year. Right. So, like, it'd have to be, I mean, I don't know exactly what he did. I don't know if he, like, manufactured computers or, like, just, no, he owned the like, company. On an IT side. I, I know, but like, you have other people working with your company to get whatever you're, you know what I mean? To like accomplish whatever well, that, it is. That have. plays back into the friends. Like if something happened at the friends, because mm -hmm. I'm sure, sure he would have been bragging to his friends about how much money his bonus was. Especially like, if his friends were coworkers, because people mm -hmm. love puffing their chest at work, you know? I don't know who the whites are, but like what they, what they do in their own lives, but. Who the who? The whites. Oh, the whites. They seemed like they actually seemed like an older couple. Like when I saw interviews and stuff, like they didn't seem like they were around the same age as Patsy and John. So they I don't know kids? if they were family friends. I don't think they had kids either. Like I only saw the husband and the wife, and I didn't see anyone else. But it sounded like they all like I don't know if it was just those two families or if there were other families that came over. Like it sounded like they have this party every year, and so. Yeah. Um, well, and kind of to go back to the, the talk about the bonus and the money situation. Um, the other thing that was kind of weird around that is when they were analyzing this ransom note, they found a couple things um, that were strange. So one, the paper that the ransom note was written on was actually paper that was in the home. So and it was like there's stationary right like, like it wasn't like even there it was just like a blank piece of paper it was like yes and a pen was found in the home that matched the same composition of the ink used on the note so the paper and the pen are both from the home um and you know they did handwriting analysis of course as they do and some of the handwriting was unique to patsy like some of the the way that she wrote her A's. And I think Q was a huge one. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it was a Q. Because they said yeah. the Q almost looked like the number eight. And like that was a unique way to write letter Q. Which, right. maybe for some people. But um, so that was another point that was like, they kind of used that to rule out John. So they said because like the handwriting matched hers and not matched but was very similar to hers um just them... real fast <laughs> while you're talking about this 
this brings back a very poignant memory. My mom used to write like from Santa on the gifts at Christmas time. And in order to throw us off, she would write it with the other hand. So, and it, this was all happening at Christmas time. And I know my mom's not the only parent that does that. So everyone's parents does. <laughs> yeah. She could have just been writing the note with her other hand. That would explain why it was like very simple. I think messy. My theory yeah. with that, with her writing, is I think she wrote with her dominant hand, but she did the writing sample with her left hand. Hmm. That's, that was like my, when I read all about that, I was like, oh, she could have just rolled up in there and like fucking left-handed that shit. Which is interesting. Have you ever tried to write with your non-dominant hand? Oh, yeah. you still well, form your letters the same? Uh, yes and no. It just depends on like... Which letter? Like, <laughs> yeah. And like, I have certain, like my letter A, everybody always makes fun of me because it looks like a triangle. But that's just like, when I get writing fast, that's just how it looks. Because it's the simple motion. Like, okay. so, but you would still, I would think, write the same format, even with your other hand, because that's just how yep. you That's what you know. Do in your head. Yeah. Yep. It is real hard, though. But, like, I was thinking, too, like, Will, for example, is left-handed, but you use your right hand for a lot of things. I'm not saying you, like, are writing all the time with your, your right hand. But you are left-handed. So many other things that, like if she was left-handed and had to do like a right-handed like sample, it could look better than like, if I don't know if you, but I'm right-handed. If I write with my left hand, it's like, I'm fucking like had a seizure or stroke or something. Well, you know what I mean? Like, like well, and handwriting analysis is not an exact, exact science. Like no. there's a no. lot of ways that it can be manipulated and yeah. like, it's not meant to be like scientifically sound. And sometimes people, it's not even allowed in court. Yeah, people mm -hmm. can forge handwriting too. Like that's not. Know. Yeah, that's not hard. I can do that. Like. Yeah. Yeah. If you have Will, enough. Will used to write all of my um, get out of school letters for me in high school. Yeah. And sign my dad's signature. Another <laughs> nice. thing I know is kids learn to write based on how their parents write. Like, I write certain letters the same as the way that my mom and dad write letters like so you know it's kind of funny because two things part one is that when burke was interviewed so burke was on dr phil i don't know if i said that yet what the fuck i've not seen that are you kidding me it I, trust me i had to go down a rabbit hole to find it and i literally hate dr phil like I cannot stand him, but I had to see this interview. And um, one of the things that they talked about was the handwriting. And um, like Burke said, one of the things that his mom was big on is hand having nice handwriting. And so he doesn't think that it would be hurt because the handwriting was sloppy. And it was kind of funny because I also remember when I was younger, my mom would be like, your handwriting sucks, you need to write better. And so as I got older, my handwriting started to look more and more like my mom's. Oh, right, because, oh. yeah. Like, it doesn't look identical, but, like, it started to look similar to the way that she would write things. So, I, I mean, kids do learn from their parents. I mean, they see their parents' handwriting all the time and, and things like that, so. Well, and I know for a fact, like, when you're, like, in any kind of state of shock, like, you're not thinking about, like, oh, I need to have a knife. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the last yeah. thing you're thinking of like yeah she probably wrote like if it was her she probably wrote that ransom note so fast and like you can't write fast and have good handwriting at the same time there's just you just can't you know well, 
She was upset. She'd be crying. She would have a shaky hand from all the... Yeah, injuries. like trembling. Yeah. Well, and, and people, you know, some people think that, you know, John had a lot to do with it. So they feel like he maybe coached her on what to write. And maybe she was nervous and she was just like writing fast. And you I know. was just about to say that. I was just about to say maybe John did everything and she came across it. Maybe wasn't supposed to, right? And... Like, love is blind, right? Like, she's like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, rat you out. What are we going to do? And then, yeah. And holding her hand, too. Like, had she had the pen in her hand, he was like, I mean. Yeah. So many, so many options. And I mean, what do we really know about John at this point? Like, we don't know a lot about John. We don't know if he's a nice guy. Like, he could know anything about any of us still. Like, really. Yeah, I mean. I mean, we, yeah, we really don't know much about him. So. I still think Burke does hold all the answers. I don't think I don't think he did it. I think he holds all the answers. And I know he was like nine or whatever at the time. But I wish he would come out and then like really say what happened. I feel like he knows he's protecting like the legacy. Do you know what I mean? Well, I mean, because we're talking about the family theory, we'll talk about that interview with Dr. Phil a little bit more too. Okay. it's very interesting to watch. You have to go find it after this. I'm definitely <laughs> going to watch it. I just looked up oh, a picture and he totally okay. did it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I got I, I mean, I haven't so, seen Burke in a long time. He still looks the same except older. <laughs> like, he still looks kind of weird and goofy. Like. Oh yeah. Well, wouldn't you if you murdered your sister? I'm just kidding. <laughs> We're going to get sued. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Okay, literally. That's the interview from Dr. Phil. I didn't um, okay, so um, another thing that people think is weird and why they suspect the family is what we talked about before, that Patsy and John refused to talk to the police separately. They would only talk to them if they were together. They also would not allow the police to access Burke unless the interview was done by a child psychologist. Um, but at some point, Patsy and John also secure attorneys, but they have two different attorneys for each of them. Oh, I do remember that. Which people find suspicious because why would you have different attorneys if like, neither of you were involved? So... Finally- do you think that maybe it wasn't... Sorry. Do, do you think that maybe... like? I guess I don't know. I never really looked into the attorneys as far as I remember, but maybe one is like John's normal attorney that he uses for business and all that. And maybe one is, I don't know what the fuck Patsy would need an attorney for. Cause she was kind of just a housewife, really a pageant mom. Maybe it was one that she believed like, Oh like no. Maybe they have two is- separate business attorneys, so to speak. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. I agree. Like maybe they just, did it for a different perspective but like why would it be separate you know what i mean why wouldn't all four work together so yeah. i don't know um so you know obviously at some point they agree to talk to the investigator separately um and when the investigators interview patsy they have her walk through everything she did that morning she walks them through waking up she this is the part they found kind of strange so she woke up she put on clean underwear, but then put on her clothes from the night before when they were at the Christmas party. Okay. Oh, wait. At the Christmas party clothes? Yes. At 5 a.m.? Yes. 
And the police said, like, they find that strange. Like, as a woman who has money, why would you... Number one, why would you put on clean underwear and then put on clothes that you wore the night before? Okay, to be fair, I do that quite often. But not, the, not like, fancy clothes, though. Like, it's like, I've been, like, yes. I've been wearing sweatpants every day during quarantine. I change my underwear and put on the fucking same pair of sweatpants. Let's be yes, honest. But that would you know be what I like mean? Us waking up and putting on the dress that we went out in the night before. Like, right. I, no. I can see it if, like, it was, like, laying on the chair or something. Like, if she still had it, like, sitting somewhere and it was yeah. the first thing she could grab. Like, I could see that, but that's. Strange. Yeah, but I feel like you'd only do that if you were in a rush to go outside or something. Not yeah. to just and quite at this throw point, down. There is no rush. Like she doesn't know anything right. on. Like she's just kind of waking up for the day. Yeah. 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 And like, I mean, I don't know what it was like in their house, but wouldn't you wake up and like put on a bathrobe at like five a.m.? Like, okay, look. Let's be honest. Sometimes I wake up and the dogs are whining or whatever, so I have to get a better dance. I have to get out of bed to let them out. Nobody puts clothes on. We just, like, go out and open the door and let the dogs out and, like, go back into bed or whatever. Do you yeah. know what I mean? She's and waking this, up for the day, though. Like This was Christmas just, Day, correct? Like No, this Christmas, is Chris, the oh. day after Christmas. Okay. Well, okay. But still, nobody's getting up at 5 a.m. the day after Christmas. Like, you're just not. Like Yeah, you're on vacation. Happy <laughs> well, but why? Why would I mean, you do that? Having young Everything's closed. Having Young kids, having young kids, they get up early, so, I mean, I don't know what they fucking did day to day. I only know, you know, what happened in this case. But maybe she was going to get up and try and make them breakfast and shit because she knew that they were going to get up at 6 a.m. So she's like, I'm awake. But you wouldn't be doing that in your fucking dress from the night before. Also, she might just be crazy and wake up at 5 a.m. Like, sociopath. There are people that do that. Not me. By all means. Not me either. (laughs) um so investigators thought that that was a little strange um then they asked her about the pineapple that was sitting on the table and you know she said she didn't feed it to her but she asks the investigators if they fingerprinted the bowl and asks them if it was fingerprints from anyone in the family (laughs) oh so it's one thing to ask like did you fingerprint that like get fingerprints yeah because you know what i mean but another to be like, what was it any of us? Actually, no, I'm sorry. I did say that wrong. Let me let me rephrase that. So they ask her about the bowl of pineapple, and she says she didn't feed it to them. And they ask her, what if the fingerprints we found were someone in the family? And oh, then she like different. gets worried and starts like kind of getting upset. And starts saying, like, I didn't do it. You need to look at other people. Like, she starts getting really upset about it. Which yeah. is understandable. Your child died. Like, Yeah, you don't want to be upset. Like, if you didn't do it, you also don't want to be accused, right? But. And then throughout that same interview, they confront her with the ransom note, which happened to be written on that stationery that was in their home. And they asked her if she noticed any details that were familiar to her and kind of led her on a discussion about the handwriting and all of that information and then they confront her with you know did you have something to do with her death and at that point she just gets really angry and kind of shuts down like she doesn't want anything was she alone when that was happening yes so it's basically two investigators and her okay and that's probably one of the only times she was alone being interviewed well, at this point, they agreed to talk to investigators separately. So at okay. this point, they're both being interviewed separately. And 
the investigators also ask her about, you know, they asked her about the handwriting and she suggests, you know, since the handwriting they think is similar to hers, maybe it was a woman that wrote it. And that's kind of funny because on the other side, when they were interviewing John, John said the same thing. Maybe it was a woman that wrote the note. So investigators started to think that both of their, both of their Stories align too much? Yes. Yeah. Let's try to think of the right word. Like, both of their interviews were too much alike, and that they were maybe rehearsed. Yeah, rehearsed. Yeah, that makes sense. And during this whole time, the, like, their cir- circle friends, you know, all those friends came over, whatever. Um, they asked their friends to remain silent and not talk to police or reporters or anything like that. There is one friend who does end up talking with a reporter and is kind of shunned from the group. Like, they don't talk to her anymore. <laughs> yeah, I I think that's an okay thing to ask, just in general. Like, if you had good intentions, it's like, don't yeah. mess with it. You know what I mean? Like, don't, like, put anything out there. We don't want to... Um, I mean, like, all the time, like... Sorry, go ahead, what? I just think it depends on what she said. Like, I mean, if you're saying positive things, I don't see why that would be... Like yeah, issue, I think it would be but... like, don't like give anything that could disrupt the investigation yeah. to the media. But, but yeah, I mean, I guess like, I don't media, like, yeah, if I was like a friend, like a family friend, you know? I mean, I think I would probably ask them like, you know, I'd prefer you don't talk to the reporters, especially reporters. Yeah. Like they can be shady. <laughs> so shady. They try um, to, they like manipulate you. But, I mean, I don't necessarily know, again, depending on the situation, like, I don't know if I would not talk to that person ever again. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I guess it well, depends, it depends what they said. I don't, I don't remember what they said, but I don't remember it being, like, too no, crazy. No, it wasn't anything, like, they killed her, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Like, I think she just talked to them and kind of... I don't even think she gave them that much information. Sounds like a control issue they have, and maybe they couldn't control John And I feel like they did kind of want to have a certain image. Not, I oh. mean, before this, not even during this, but just in general. Kind of, wanted a special like, image. Like, <laughs> I, yeah. Um, there isn't a ton about the interviews with John. Do you know much about interviews with John, Jacqueline? No, I remember, like, in the book that I read, the book that I read was all, like, text like interview um with investigators Transcripts. but i do yeah i do remember it they were always together mm-hmm. um it was so long ago that i read it that and majority of it was like together like they were together yeah. um that i don't remember john's by himself at all i don't really remember and i don't think like there was a ton of stuff that seemed odd in his interview like the biggest thing was that both of their stories were very detailed and seemed rehearsed like Uh that was the biggest thing is like some of the things they said and the ways they said it seemed like it could have possibly been rehearsed i feel like that maybe majority of what he was talking about too was like finding her do you know what i mean like what happened what were the events that morning it wasn't anything like they weren't interrogating yeah like they kind of asked them to walk through which 
investigators do a lot. Like they ask you to walk through what happened and they ask you on multiple occasions because they want to yeah. see if it's changed. Right. So then a child psychologist, and it's possible that there was also an officer in with them, but I don't, I don't really know for sure. You can really only see Burke in this interview, but Burke gets interviewed as well. Um, and a couple things that were strange is like, I mean, they would ask him questions about his sister and he would say things like, oh, she's dead or which Just like matter yeah. of fact, like, yeah. Um, or, you know, they would, they would ask, yeah, they would ask him like, what did your dad tell you? And he would say that John is in heaven, which I mean, he's nine years old, like, yeah. but there were certain parts, like, when they first started talking about Jean Bidet, like, he would start to rock back and forth, he would, like, curl up in the fetal position, like, he would act kind of nervous, which was strange to people. Um, I know, but wouldn't you be nervous if you're, like, locked in a room with somebody that you don't know and you have to answer all these questions about? But also, you're nine years old and your sister just got murdered in your house. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> and I don't even think that he knows that. Like, like at the time, he probably didn't really know, like, how horrible that was. That's something I feel like that comes later. But, like, I think you're going to be nervous. You know what I mean? Like, you don't want to say something wrong. You don't want to get your parents in trouble. You don't want to get yourself in trouble. There's just so many things probably going through his head. Yeah. Um... And so at one point they ask him to draw a picture of his family. And so he draws his dad first. And then they're like, do you want to draw anyone else? And he's like, I'm going to draw my mom. And then he draws his mom. And then he draws himself. And then he says that he's done with the picture and he doesn't draw Jean Bonnet, which the child psychologists think is weird. Yeah. I don't have siblings, but... When you would draw a picture of your family, did you include your yeah, siblings? Yeah, they say, like, I would, like, when I was a kid and you did that, I include, like, fucking pets and shit, too. You know what I mean? Like, you're, like, your mom, your dad, your brother, my dog, the fucking goldfish and the frog. You know what I mean? Like. Speaking of, this is kind of a tangent, but I found a picture of when I was, when that I drew when I was a kid. And my mom used to be a nail technician. So she used to do nails and it's the funniest picture because she's just standing there and she has her nails like or her hands down, but her nails are bright red. So it looks like she's like, it's dripping blood. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure my teachers were like, this kid is insane. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> uh, it's not as bad as the one kid that drew a picture of their mom, like beat a stripper or something. Oh my God. <laughs> Amazing though. Anyway. Well, um, a child his age would know enough to know that i mean he had a sister like i mean that's super creepy like yeah like, like, it, like yeah you're nine you know, you're like in the clouds like in heaven <laughs> didn't he have yeah. old, the older step siblings too i don't think so so two other sisters hold on wait i didn't think there were from a, his previous marriage yeah, I forgot about that. Wait, yeah, he was definitely married before, right? Yeah, I just looked it up. There's John Bonet, John Andrew Ramsey, Elizabeth Pache Ramsey, and Melinda Ramsey. How did I not know this? It's on the it's yeah. on 
Google right here. I'm a terrible you're right here. <laughs> it's okay. We'll edit all this out. No, I'm gonna leave it in. I'm just Because um, one of them died in a car crash. One of the kids. Yeah, one of the one of the siblings. He got her before John Bonet. <laughs> Elizabeth Pace Ramsey died before. She died in a car accident in 1992. Huh. But she was from a previous marriage. Whoever Lucinda Ramsey is, that was her mom. So he must have been married before. First wife? Yeah. Because they had three kids. Elizabeth, Paige Ramsey, John Andrew Ramsey, and Melinda Ramsey. Boy, he really liked to name kids after him, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't think highly of himself at all. <laughs> well, that's why his, his son couldn't be named John, because he already had one named John. Like, it, that's why it's Burke. <laughs> Yeah, he has a Jean, a Jean Benet and a John. <laughs> Goodness. Uh, I mean, they all seem a little odd anyway. But like, like any kid would should know that he has step siblings too, shouldn't he? Yeah. Like, so you would have thought he would have at least put them in, maybe. Like, granted, they were older, but not that much older. How many more family members are there? There's three, three siblings from a previous marriage. But we were just talking, I mean, maybe like, at how old were they though? Like, were they much older? Um, well, one was 22 when she died in 1992, so. Oh, maybe much older. Like maybe to him, like, I don't know, maybe he didn't interact with them very much because they were so much older. This one was what the older brother was born in 1976. How the hell old is John? <laughs> I know. He was married to the first wife from 1966 to 78. Okay. So we talked about the picture and all of that. Um, and that he really didn't put Wait, Oh, in the, the picture, the one he drew. Okay. Oh, yep. Another thing people thought was kind of strange is that when they were interviewing him, he would, like, and they'd ask him a question and he didn't know the answer, he would use the phrase, not that I recall, which was the same exact way that Patsy would say it. And so, like, right. for a nine-year-old to say that... That's coached. An adult? That's 100% like, coached. Yes. Like, it definitely sounded like it was coached. So, you don't really hear much more about Burke until on the 20th anniversary of JonBenet's death, Burke is interviewed again on that Dr. Phil show. It was like torture to watch it. I cannot stand him. But um, Dr. Phil, you know, he asks him a lot of good questions. And I like at a point, I almost felt bad for Burke because, like, you know, we have to remember, like, he was nine years old. Like, I'm sure it was traumatizing to him. Um, but Dr. Phil talks about his parents and, you know, Burke says he they were good parents and um, Dr. Phil asked him about kind of how he acted on the day of the murder because, you know, he goes into detail talking about how, like, he just, his mom came upstairs and was yelling, trying to find his sister, and he just laid in bed. 
Like, he didn't get out of bed. He just kind of laid there until the cops came and actually came in his room. So, like, Dr. Phil talked to him about, like, well, why did you do that? And he, he said, I don't know. I, I guess I felt comfortable in my bedroom. Or I guess I didn't want to know what was happening. Or things like that. Which people thought was strange. But, I mean, as a child, maybe he was just scared. And, like, he didn't want to know what was going on. You would think, though, I mean, and who knows? Maybe he did pop out for a second and they were like, go back into your room. And yeah. Maybe, you know, but... I know we had weird shit happen at my house. Like, it was like on a corner house when I was growing up. And we had like a lady accidentally drive into our cars, like a drunk driver, drive into like the, our cars in the driveway. Or we had a strange man like come to our house like, and I had the corner a lot. You know what I mean? Like, we're an easy house to walk up to if you're like wandering. Um, but both of those incidents were like kind of crazy and like loud, and people were, you know, yelling, and cops showed up. And both times I absolutely came out of my room and was like, what the hell's going on? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. So there was also some speculation that like Burks didn't really care for his sister. Like there was one time when he hit her in the face with a golf club. And I mean, it wasn't like bashing her in the face. Like, and he talked about it. Like, you know, I, I went to swing and she was behind me and I accidentally hit her face. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you know, he kind of brushes things off that way. Like, he would never do anything to hurt his sister. And a lot of people were uncomfortable with the interview because he was, like, kind of smiling the whole time. And he would, like, laugh. And, I mean, personally... Not being nervous. I think that's kind of normal. Like, sometimes if I get, like, caught off guard or nervous or something, like, I'll laugh. I mean, Mm -hmm. I think that's normal for a lot of people to do that. But people just felt it was strange that he was, like, had a grin on his face the entire time. But maybe he was just uncomfortable. I don't think that's a valid excuse, though, because, like... Well, especially talking about murder. Like, like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, you, like, you're not ever happy talking about a subject that, like, grisly. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, you, you shouldn't be, like, smiling and happy. You should be, like... I mean, serious, if anything. And yeah, you're in the middle of it. Like, I mean, I know we're talking about it and we'll laugh here and there, but like, it's not our family. But there's a, there's a, a a degree for us because for us, it's a theatrical, like, yeah, experience, but he's living (laughs) it and there's no reason why he should be like, that's why I said he did it. Like just looking at pictures of him because the pictures I saw were from that interview. Mm hmm. Um, so, I mean, a lot of people were, like, really uncomfortable with it and kind of thought he was a little odd. And that was really the first and only time that he's been live interviewed on camera mm. since the if interview. Why take Dr. Phil, of all people? Wouldn't you go to Barbara Walters? Give me a break. Well, she well, doesn't do I... public interviews anymore, does she? God damn it. Oh, this was 2006, though, so I don't know if that makes a difference. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you probably She was would. doing interviews then. Yeah. But, um, or at least 60 minutes or something like reputable. I Chris Hansen. I feel like I heard that he ended up suing, I don't know, is it CBS or ABC that, uh huh, CBS? But I don't think it was over Dr. Phil. I think it was over, um, a documentary that was made. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I know which one you're talking about because I watched it last night. <laughs> <laughs> 
It was uh, called. Hold on. I actually just googled that while we were talking. It was um, over the um, the case of John Benet Ramsey. Yeah. Which was on. CBC. Uh, I guess it, but yeah. CBS. CBS. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Within the family, I mean, I know we didn't really talk much about the dad himself because there really isn't a ton of stuff like that would really point the finger at him. But yeah, we kind of talked about the family theory and we all were on the same page as far as family goes. We thought the family was involved. So now that we know a little bit more information, Jacqueline, where are you at? Um... I feel like, um, like last episode, even Will convinced me that because I was so like it was the dad, whatever, and then maybe the dad. I don't know, did it all, but now I'm more like okay, maybe it was a family affair. I'm not convinced that Burke accidentally killed his sister or even purposely killed his sister. I do think he saw something, and that's maybe why he's been coached to say not that I recall. Um, and the thing that like makes me question though that is if he's doing interviews now and I mean spoiler alert both of his parents are dead why that too yeah they're both dead I know the mom's but dead but we talked about this the other day Jacqueline you've been telling people wrong he's still alive he's still alive <laughs> yeah we oh, talked about this, did talk about this on Friday when we were all drunk right <laughs> Let me right read. I don't. Re- <laughs> I didn't know he was still alive. Okay, fine. Maybe, maybe he's still covering for his dad. Then in my okay. So my what I was going to say was, if both of his parents are dead or whatever, like, what does he have to lose? But if his dad's still alive, then. And if I remember correctly, I think the Dr. Phil interview was like right around the time that his mom died. Like, I feel like she died in two thousand five. Mm-hmm. Did they? Uh, seems right. Just the kid alone, and not the dad too. Like, it was they, just him on Dr. Phil. But why, though? What, what were they hoping? I don't know. Oh, maybe the kid signed up to do it himself. He's like an adult by then. Well, and he sounded like it was the 20th anniversary. Like, why not do it now if I'm going to ever do it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Patsy Ramsey. <laughs> I forgot. That's both his parents are Yeah, it was, two, it was 2006. So, like, around the time that he was doing this interview was... Literally around the time that his mom died. I remember that being a thing. Like, she died around an anniversary. You know, yeah. The, like, she had cancer or something, right? Yeah, she... Well, so she had ovarian cancer. She was in remission when Jean Bonnet died. And then it must have come back and she died from that. Yeah. And I remember just people being like, oh, 20-year anniversary. Yeah. Hmm. Which is okay. interesting. I mean, I can see how, like, her children would be, like, very important to her. Because she had cancer. So it's like, she couldn't have more children. I still think maybe the dad did it. Sorry. He did it. Forced everyone to be on his side. Everyone's afraid of him for whatever reason. So, like, Burke is even doing interviews to, like... Do you know what I mean? Like... The me that mom maybe or not the set mom, but the mom wrote the letter. But to me though, like, Burke doing the interview by himself, like without his dad there, like 
it's kind of like a killer returning to the scene of the crime. Like, oh, it's almost like, kind of like gloating and like... I, yeah. But like, he's nine then. But yeah, but like, he didn't gain anything other than a paycheck for doing it. Like, True. I mean, it's like, so, like... Like, there was nothing do, that cleared him. Like, yeah, to do it without his dad, suspicious. like, seems suspicious too, like, because his dad is still alive. Like, I don't know. That's suspicious to me. And, like, lots of times people do interviews around anniversaries of somebody who's missing to, like, try and help find them. But it's rare that they, you know, it's not like he's trying to raise awareness for something. Dominic's yeah. dad, you know? That's suspicious, though, to me. Mm-hmm. Fuck, I don't know now. Dad did it. Everyone's afraid of him. That's where I'm standing by still. But I don't see, like, that being the case either, though. Because, like, he didn't gain anything from killing the daughter either. Like, he didn't have to spend I mean, all that money on pants yeah. anymore. Yeah, I guess that's true. That shit's expensive. Like, a fuck ton of money. Yeah. But he's the boss of the family. It's his money. Like, he should never have, like, been in a position to where he couldn't say no to it anyway. Because the mom wasn't working, was she? Mm-mm. But you know what? That uh, Bringing that point up, why would the mom know what his bonus is, right? Like, what? because he probably did all the finances. He's the one that worked. Like, why would she even see any of that? She just spent money. Well, he would have told her, I would have thought. Yeah, like, maybe. But um, he was probably paying alimony to the wife before, too, don't you think? Oh, true. Because they had, well, but the kids were, well, maybe alimony, but the kids were all older at this point. Like, I don't think he'd be paying child support. Maybe not. I don't know. Like maintenance, maybe, or whatever it's called in Colorado. It's like alimony, but I'm standing by, dad did it, everyone's afraid, whatever. So you guys can have a different theory, but that's fine. Will, your turn. I still think the family is all implicated because there's just too much, like whether it was the son and the parents covered up for him or the parents did it and the kid is helping cover up for them. There's too many people involved for them to like not be hiding something. Mm-hmm. And if they d- didn't do it themselves, they know exactly who did it. All right. So I'm yeah. It's, they're definitely way too suspicious. Sorry, Randy. They're definitely okay. way. Everything is way too suspicious for them not to actually know something. That's for sure. Whether so, they did it or not. I'm on the same page where I definitely think the family had something to do with it. But the brother's too weird for me. Like there's just something about him that's weird. <laughs> So, I don't know, maybe we went through a serious trauma when he was nine years old. I, <laughs> he ended up being weird. I 100% don't think that he actually killed her. Mm-hmm. Because no, they talk I, about how he's too small, like, he's he's nine, she's six, like, that physically kid, he couldn't do it. But well, a kid wouldn't know how to use a garage either. Like, no, or make one for that matter. Yeah, no. <laughs> but I feel like, I don't know, like, I think he it, has more to do with it than just simply lying for his parents. Yeah. I would believe that he, like, pushed her and, like, she hit her head. And that's how she got, like, the skull damage. Mm-hmm. I would believe that. And then the parents covered it up by making it look like a like a murder or something. But Like, they were like, oh, shit, how are we going to explain this? Yeah. yeah. Or maybe they thought she was dead and she wasn't really. And that's when they strangled her. I don't know. 
Or this is really dark. This is dark. But maybe she wasn't dead, but very clearly was going to have serious brain damage. And then, so like, they just did that to what is she? Well, ooh, even worse than that, what is Jean Benet worth to them if she can't? Yeah. Do all thing like the pageants and like whatever. Yeah. That's did she I mean, life dark. Insurance? That's dark. dark. What? Even did though she have life insurance, like I know some parents insure their kids, like if they're doing pageants and things. Like, do you, did I'm she? I'm sure have they did, but that wasn't like a. From what I remember, Randy, you can correct me, but that wasn't like a prime like. Oh, like, blah blah blah. Yeah. Like, like that you hear on some murder case things, you know, but I'm, oh. sure, but I'm sure they did. But you know, the money that they get probably from her is winning prize money from pageants. She yeah. can't do it anymore. Like, I wasn't a beauty queen, but my parents had insurance on me. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like, child, life and child, family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, those are kind of the family theories. Um. I mean, I think we're still all on the same page that someone in the family did it. I think we're all on the same page that Burke is not 100% innocent in any of this. But I think in the next episode, now that we'll talk about completely different scenarios, our minds might be changed. I'm curious to go over them. (laughs) I am so excited. Onward. Like, this is where my life is. <laughs> yeah. So, on the next episode, we will talk about the second theory, which is the fact that an intruder somehow did this. Can't wait. <laughs>